Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Any news today, Tito, at all? (laughs) (laughs) Dang, Rosie. That's your job. This is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie! Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhaus. Indians, Twins tied at one. Bases loaded. One out, eighth inning. Infield, partway in, about even with the bags. The pitch, and it's swung on, ground ball, base hit to center. That'll score Hedges. Here comes Ahmed Rosario. On his way to third, Jose Ramirez. And Eddie Rosario gets a little sweet revenge. He bangs a two-run single to center after they walked the batter ahead of him, even with first base occupied. Three to one. The Indians take the lead. Eddie Rosario now with 41 runs batted in. And that might be, in his mind, his biggest hit of the season. What a way for Eddie Rosario to return to Minneapolis with that big base hit that helped the Indians to the 4-1 to win over the Twins on Thursday night. Rosario, the longtime Minnesota Twin, comes through with a key hit that helps the Indians win against his former team. Welcome in. It is the Rosie Report, regular season roundup, episode number 48. Jim Rosenhouse along with you, and if you want to play the numbers game, uh, 48s in Indians history, well, certainly one of the most prolific in recent times, certainly Travis Hafner, the longtime tri first baseman DH, a ton of home runs for the Indians, wore that number 48 proudly for many, many seasons. And uh, some interesting ones since, of course, Emmanuel Classe is wearing it now. Scott Atchison wore it for a while. And prior to Hafner, if you want to go way back, sudden Sam McDowell wore number 48 as well for the Cleveland Indians. Well, coming up on our show, uh, a little bit later on, we'll get a a farm report from James Harris, the Indians Vice President of Player Development. He'll talk about the ball club uh, at Columbus right now, which is uh, in flux in terms of of roster moves, but still providing the Indians with what they need in terms of players during this time where injuries have have been a daily... a daily challenge for this ball club as they try and piece things together, and they're doing it quite well. But first, let's hear from Terry Francona. Tito, what did you think of the effort J.C. Mejia gave you tonight? You know what? He, he did a pretty damn good job. Um, first couple innings, I think he was at 53 pitches after two, and you're kind of like, oh, boy, this is, you know. But he limited damage early. And then, what, third, fourth, and fifth innings, I think he had an eight-pitch inning. He got into a little bit of a rhythm, kind of like he did in Pittsburgh. 
Tito, do you find anything? I like you said in that Pittsburgh start. Do you find anything that's maybe slowing him down from getting off to a good start, or is this is part of a young pitcher figuring it out? Yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, you know, and I think you know he's he he's he shakes a lot, which again you want the pitcher to have some conviction in what he's throwing, but I think it takes him and the catcher a little while to kind of get in the rhythm of the game because he shakes a lot. That's just part of it. I know Eddie had a tough base baseball blunder before that hit. Um, and, but just what does it say about him being ready for that first fastball after they walked Ozzy? Yeah, I was happy for him. Cause that was uh, certainly not what we're, what we're aiming for earlier. Um, but he got a big hit and, you know, that that's, that's a good game to win, man. That's a hard, I mean, sometimes winning's hard, but it doesn't mean you can't do it. What'd you think of Austin in his first game back? You know, he's been out for almost a week and he's getting curveballs thrown at him at the very beginning. Then he breaks you know the He's a tough kid, man. He, he did. He did. He does a good job behind there. He really does. He's, he's got energy and I mean, good energy, you know, like he, he really cares about getting that pitcher through the, through the inning, through the game. Same thing with Rivera and Berto. Same thing. That's, you know, I know what their batting averages say, but there's more to it than just that. Tito with um, Ahmed Rosario, when he ran his way out of that double play, were you guys out of challenges? Was that an umpire's decision? No, it's after the seventh inning. You can go another, you can get another one. I'm glad it wasn't the seventh, though, or I'd have been kicking myself. What has worked with Barney this year? I'm pretty sure is I don't have a percentage in front of me, and I can look it up, but seems like for most of the replays, he's been pretty dead on so far this year. He's been good. That wasn't on Barney tonight. That one, that one was on me. We couldn't get the phone to, we couldn't get the phone to work. So I was, you know, all three umpires were kind of converging on me, and I heard Demarlo say he was questioning challenge. And I was getting a little flustered, and I put my hands to my ears, and you can't take it back. And that was not on Barney. As much as I'd like to – you guys can write it for sure, but that was on me. <laughs> also, after the game, Rosario talked about his big night. Eddie, is there any additional adrenaline that happens whenever there's an intentional walk right before you come up to the plate? All the time, all the time. I love this moment. I love when when change the picture to me, lefty to lefty, uh, late the evening. Uh, I want to try everything I have in this moment. Eddie, did you did you expect that to happen? Did you expect them to bring in a lefty to face you there? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I see Roger uh, in the bullpen. Uh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming to me. Uh, but I'm ready to to this moment. What's it been like being back here in front of the fans, back in this ballpark? How's the day been from that regard? Uh, before I start the game, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, I know I have very good, mo- very good moment here in the Tiger Field, uh, but my focus right now is to play my game, to play my game, help my team to win games, uh, 
not taking too much for for the other side, you know. Uh, I want to try to have fun and, and get clear. Look like what you did you think of the uh, video that the twins uh, showed on on the scoreboard before the game? Feel happy. I feel happy to see good moment here in the Tiger Field. Uh, I bring everything I have for the other team, but it's, it's in the past right now. Looked like you flipped your bat and gave their dugout a, a quick look after the hit. Do you feel there was there should have been a little more? I don't like respect, considering they obviously know you. I don't know. That's in the moment. Uh, I do a lot before. I do a lot before for the other teams. No, exactly for for the teams. Uh, I do it for when when I do a good job and, and this moment. Uh, I'm very excited. Well, the Indians have uh, had so many injuries that they have dipped into their roster at Columbus quite a bit, and that means how do you find players for that ball club without really just stripping your farm system and moving players too quickly from the lower levels? Well, James Harris fills us in on that. He's the Indians' vice president of player development. Yeah, absolutely. So our role here is to support the major league team as well as continue to help these players develop. So um, we've been able to do that. The names have changed over the, the course of the season, but that the mission does not change. And when you look at, at some of the names that, that you're trying to use to fill out the, the starting rotation, a uh, Kevin Herget, a uh, Heath Fillmeyer we've seen before at the Royals, um, a Matt Cook, uh, how do you go about finding these guys and, and, and why are they available uh, to be able to plug in, especially in this year where maybe it's a little bit different? Yeah, after a year off, I don't think anyone at the beginning of the season knew what these depth options were going to be. So teams brought players like this to camp, um, gave them opportunities to compete for spots. Some guys made made teams and some guys different didn't. But when we had opportunities, they were available. They were pitching, they were ready to go, and they were having some success, whether it be an indie ball or other teams. And we felt like they could help us and they'd come in and filled in right away. And I know you mentioned that you do have some pitchers within the system coming back from injury been at different levels and explain who they are and, and how they could be helpful down the road yeah there's guys within our system that is that are either in AAA because they've performed at other other levels like a francisco perez or a justin garza or guys coming back from injury like a ben croft but either way they're in there they're helping us they're developing at the same time and they're hoping to be options in the future and you do have that three pitchers there that we hear a lot about in terms of Tristan McKenzie, Logan Allen, and Scott Moss. And and for those three, uh, how has their progress gone? I know there there've been some injuries that some are trying to work through, but uh, but where are they at right now in terms of of at least progressing and and trying to make an impact? Well, it gets back to the the mission of being ready to help our major league team as well as continuing to develop for for some. Um, like a, like a Moss, he's working to make sure that he's healthy and can, can stay healthy consistently. So we can, can help us at the major league level and continue to work on, on his stuff. Um, he's heading in, in that direction. Guys like, like Logan Allen and Tristan McKenzie are, are both have, we've seen them at the major league level so far. They're working specifically on ways to be able to help us in the future, as well as at the drop of a, a hat could be up there pitching for us, uh, in Cleveland. Uh, to to help us. So again, they're 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 working on both. Het is trending in a, in a great direction. We're excited about what they can do for us, and they're going to be ready if the phone calls. 
James Harris joining us, Indians Vice President of Player Development, talking AAA Columbus, which has been a revolving door on, on a lot of days. But there are some uh, some steady players there. Um, Andres Jimenez started the year at shortstop with the Indians and uh, has been sent back to the AAA level. What's he working on and, and how much progress has he made? Uh, still is a very young player. Yeah, he's a young player and he's did some great things for us at the major league level. And you can kind of see that there'll be more opportunities for him to play and continue to develop it in triple a as he prepares to help us in the future. And he will. So, I mean, loved his love, his attitude, love his work. He's, he's in there most days at, at shortstop and it's, it's exciting to see him work and, and continue to stay prepared for when there's an opportunity to help our major league team. And for a player like Owen Miller, who, who got a chance at the major league level and now has gone back, what are some of the most important things when he returns to that AAA level to, to make sure he's aware of and, and working on? Yeah, what's what's great about Owen is that he can play multiple positions. We don't know exactly where our needs going to be at the major league level, but we don't necessarily might not have that opportunity at the major league level today. But he's in AAA preparing, getting everyday at bats, playing multiple positions. So when we need him at the at the major league level, he'll be ready to go. He comes in with hard work, great attitude. Um, he's shown what he can do with, with the bat. We're really excited about him as well as the, the other guys, but I mean, that's what he's, he's doing right now. And he's, he's doing a good job. at. It. And two outfielders, uh, familiar names, Daniel Johnson and Oscar Mercado. Uh, we've seen them both at the major league level. Uh, what are you trying to get to with them in terms of things that they're working on to, to try and get back on the radar? Yeah, I think it follows the, the same, same theme is like, if you look at, who our position players are at the major at the major league level, and then you look at a guy like Oscar Mercado, who's been there before. Daniel Johnson's been there before. Jimenez has been there before. Miller's been there before. There's a lot of guys who have major league experience that's continuing to get more experience in AAA, so they can be able to be prepared for that next opportunity. And you have a couple of guys uh, down there on rehab assignments: Fran Mill Reyes, Roberto Perez. Now, I know you've you've touched on this in the past. Uh, what can they do? aside from just getting themselves in, in order to, to be able to come back and help the major league club. But uh, what type of impact can that have on some of the other players there, especially some younger players? It's awesome to have them there for guys to see them work, to have the conversations about what they're seeing kind of at the major league level. They're, they're friends because they played together both at the, at the major league level and um, in, in the minor league. So it's, it's great to have those guys around. Um, we're, it's one big organization so it's it's the gap between triple a and the the major league team is not as big as it may seem um just in the industry of baseball it's really close and in fact um there's guys that are going to be at the major league level who at some point are going to be in triple a and there's guys in triple a at some point going to be at the major league level so that revolving door uh, has to keep people ready regardless of why they're there if they're there to get healthy great if they're there to build up their workload great if they're there to continue to develop that all of those things can happen in AAA with our staff led by Andy Tracy. That's James Harris, and that'll do it for this edition of the Rosie Report regular season roundup. Thanks, as always, to Bart Swain, Courtberry Trip, Austin Contrulis for all of their help. I'm Jim Rosenhouse. Thanks so much for listening, as always, and downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report.